Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. You know who that's? The Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for part one of the weekend mailbag. So for that, we bring in our friend who is the owner of the operator, Lube Reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbly. So with that, let's jump right into the mailbag. And our first question comes in from Meyer of NYC. He says, realistically, do you think the Jets could still be in the hunt by the time Thanksgiving rolls around. I think it's possible, especially if Zach Wilson plays really well. If he takes a nice step forward, then I think it's absolutely a legitimate chance that the Jets would have to be in the mix at Thanksgiving time. Now, do I think that they're necessarily going to be at the top of the wild card mix? No. Do I think they could be in that graphic that says outside looking in, but still with a fighting chance or whatever they label it as when they show it on CBS and NBC and Fox and ESPN? I think it's possible, especially if the young players step up and play better than expected right away. Guys like Brees Hall, guys like Garrett Wilson, Jermaine Johnson, and Sauce Gardner. So would I go to a casino and bet on it right now? I'm not so sure. Would I bet against it, though? Mm, eh, not sure about that either. I think it's definitely possible that they could be in the mix Thanksgiving time. 
I'll I'll say this. If they, for some reason, it's definitely possible because if the NFL, for some reason, just comes out and announces, hey, we're playing the season reverse schedule, then I am all on board with this. Go ahead and make a big bet there because I think they do. They they are very much in the hunt if they could just play the, the schedule backwards. Since we know that's not going to happen, I, I'm going to uh, uh, agree with, with you there. I think, I think that we're gonna, I'm going to say yes to this on a technicality because I think that they will be good enough that uh, they're going to weather a, a, a rough uh, schedule to start the season. Uh, they'll be able to balance it out and be good enough that they'll still be technically in the hunt. And then fans will be looking at those last five games and say, thinking, well, we might be able to win like three or four of them. And that might end up being true, but then you'll still do the math and you'll see, okay, you're probably going to end up missing it. Even if, if everything goes exactly right. I think that's probably what it's going to be. I, so I think you know when we're talking about like week 14, 15, 16, when you're we're talking about those weeks, I think you're gonna be sitting there going, all right, they're not making the playoffs. But there is still technically the chance. There is that dumb and dumber thing. I think you'll you'll have at least that. I don't think you're gonna be doing the whole, okay, who are we picking uh to start? I, I just don't I think there's too much talent on this team now at that point we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become? Senwa Saga Hellblade 2 Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Michael Pallas. He says, let's say the Jets can only get one of these three positions to really strengthen their depth. Free safety, coverage linebacker, run stuffing, interior defensive line. Which would you prioritize? I'd say free safety just because I don't trust any of the guys 
that they have right now. LaMarcus Joyner is a good player, but he's 31. He's coming off a major injury. We already talked about Ashton Davis. I'd rather get somebody in there that I trust is solid depth in case of emergency. The other positions, I think they could get by if they have to. I don't think that a depth signing would necessarily be as big of a deal, but I think free safety is probably the one that I would have to pick just out of basic necessity. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I just gave that Ash Davis answer, and now I'm going to sit here and, and say that, but... And this goes back to what I've been saying about uh, the run stuffing D-tackle. They'll be fine. I'm not worried about that. Uh, that's that's the last position on the defense that I'm worried about. No matter, like, that's it. it, it um, and I, I'm more worried about a, a, a free safety back then, especially if you just tell me just, like, a, a steady, competent – reli- like, give me a Jim Leonard right now. Like, that's all I want back there. Just a Jim Leonard right now. I'm not asking for Ed Reed. I'm not. I'm just give me Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard was just recently rated the number one defensive coordinator in college football. I assume he's going to get a head coaching job at some point, And I would not be surprised at all to see him on an NFL staff very shortly. So what I'm saying is, Robert Sala, keep a spot on your staff open for Jim Leonard, please. Please do, and then please, yes, because I would love to have him uh, made available to us. He he is one of my favorite players to cover and talk to through the years. His dry sense of humor, but also he would he would sit down and talk to you and like break down plays and go over stuff. He it was he just loved talking football. It was super great, and yeah, he it, he was you know. You could see then, like, yeah, this guy could be a coach. He wants to be a coach. And he, I, I feel like he's probably comfortable in college and a better personality suited for college, but he could be a hell of a defensive coordinator in the NFL if he wanted to be. Also, we know the fun relationship that exists between Bart Scott and Jim Leonard. So if Jim Leonard was back here on the Jets coaching staff and Bart Scott got to cover it as part of SNY, that right there would be worth the price of admission. Yeah, buddy cop movie. Like, <laughs> sign me up. Those the two of them, they they would blend so well in that type of thing. Even people who don't like Bart Scott, who are like, he's you know too loud, whatever. Pair him up in some type of buddy comedy with Jim Leonard. They'll they'll come around. I promise you. Next question comes in from the Manton one eight seven. He says, "I feel like an area of concern that fans or pundits aren't discussing with the Jets is punter." Braden Mann was subpar last year, maybe in lieu of injury. Defensive-minded coaches preach field positioning, and Mann does not provide this. Do you think the Jets have a comp here? I'm not really that concerned about it just because I don't think about punter that much. But then again, I talk about place kicker a lot, so I probably should think about punter. There's no question that even though he's had injuries, Braden Mann has absolutely not lived up to what was expected of him when he was drafted in the sixth round in 2020. And I know a lot of people will say it was a sixth round pick. True, but you're talking about a punter. Anytime a punter or a kicker gets drafted, period, that comes with higher than normal expectations. Braden Mann also was the Ray Guy Award winner in college, so everybody thought he was going to be a really good punter at the next level, and he just hasn't been able to be that guy so far in the NFL. It's not high up on my list of concerns, but you're not wrong. The Jets should strongly consider monitoring Mann this year and seeing how he does, because if he doesn't do that well, they really should bring in somebody to compete with him at the very least next year. 
Yeah, see, this is one of those things, and this is another uh, reason why, uh, you know, I, with kicker and punter, a part of the reason why they don't get the coverage that um, sometimes fans think they should do, and because you're right, you're absolutely right. This is if he's not if he's going to be like he was last year, that hurts the offense. That hurts the defense. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it hurts the defense, which in turn ends up hurting the offense. So it makes it harder to evaluate the rest of your team. It's constantly putting you in bad positions. And it's, a, it's, again, it's one of those positions that you don't need to have the best at, but you cannot be the worst at. Uh, I'm willing to extend him uh, some belief that last year was just a lot about recovering from the injury. But, the, and again, this is why it's, it doesn't get talked about hard. They, I talk about how little they've been doing in OTAs, but the kickers and the punters, man, they, they literally have to, like, pretend that they kick sometimes they're not they're only allowed to kick an actual football a certain amount of time during these timed practices so sometimes they have to go through like the ghost kick motion of kicking like what am I supposed to do with that like and that uh, that especially uh even when they do the kicking, it's not anything like game a situation atmosphere. So I, it's really hard for me to sit here and like give you anything about punters and kickers. I, and then, you know, I can, you can ask the coaching staff, but they're just going to tell you whatever they need to tell you. Um, if, if he has any type of struggles with that type of stuff, they need to cut bait and be ready to just go get somebody who can be competent. Because again, like you don't need the guy who's pinning punts down at the three yard line. I mean, if you can find them, great, but they just need somebody who's, who's not going to kill you and not put the defense in bad predicament, which ends up putting the offense in worse predicaments. So, and you're right. Like, yeah, it's just a six-round pick, but a six-round pick, uh, a punter as a six-round pick is like a, a third-round pick, like uh, a second-round pick even. Like, there's expectations there, and he he's not living up to them now, and they they need to be ready to cut bait if, if it extends you know, even a drive or two into the regular season at this point. Next question comes in from Scotter T. He says, what is the biggest area of need right now? Linebacker depth, offensive tackle depth, or kicker? I think they need a kicker, but they don't seem to think they need a kicker. (laughs) That's the problem. They definitely need a linebacker, but Chris, I think you and I are going to agree on this. Offensive tackle depth is the biggest thing that they need to concern themselves with filling right now because... Becton and Fant are both coming off of very serious injuries, and we saw what happened last year when Becton went down. If they didn't have Morgan Moses, that offensive line would have been in some really rough shape. So if they could get a guy like Riley Reef, I think that would be more important than the other two spots, especially since even though I protest this all the time, they seem to think they're okay with their kicker competition, so they're not going in that direction. But either way, offensive tackle depth is the most important of all of those right now, I'd say. Yeah, you if you could even make an argument. I could listen to an argument that uh, linebacker and offensive uh, tackle are equal there. Uh, but the thing that would tip it on the offensive lineman scale is they're protecting the rookie quarter, or the young quarterback. You know, uh, they're they're protecting uh, protecting that. 
Uh, so that tips the scales that way. Uh, but the linebacker depth has potential to be a big problem. Uh, it, it, that's if if the run stuffing, a lack of a you know a better run stuffing tackle does come into play and really affect them negatively going forward. I'm still gonna end up being of uh, thinking most likely I'm gonna end up thinking yeah just better linebackers would help this out right now. So I I think that 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 is more important there. But yeah, if it's close, I'm going with protect uh, the quarterback, the ones who protect that quarterback. Next question comes in from Godson Five. He says. How do you guys pick the order of questions that are read, random by level of interest in question, or as received? It's usually a combination of all. It sort of depends. A lot of times, too, I'll look to see if multiple questions align with each other. So then if one person asks a question and somebody else asks a similar question, I can combine the two and take the parts of the two questions that are different and mold them all into one. A lot of times I'll go in chronological order. Sometimes my eyes will wander and I'll pick random ones before I pick the ones that are in chronological order. Really depends on the mood that I'm in, I guess. Yeah, and I just sit here and wait for you to read them, and <laughs> then I answer them. I I have in the past, especially when we've started doing it, I would uh, read them in advance. But then some sometimes, you know, I'll be like, I'll be waiting on one question, and then you don't ask that question for some reason, or it gets uh, somebody, else, or you'll throw a curveball at me, and I get. I don't like to prepare too much for things. I'm better at just waiting and just like, yep, let's go. So I, I, I just wait. And you read them, I answer them. Next question comes in from John McAnally. He says, how many wins would you project for this team if Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback in 2022? I'm not advocating it, but everyone says Zach's performance is the biggest wild card. Just trying to assess what the team might be like if you remove that uncertainty. Well, the uncertainty would still remain because Jimmy Garoppolo would probably play like two games and then he would get hurt. So you got to keep that in mind as well. But if we're talking about just having, say, like a steady middle of the road starting quarterback for this team, it's such a tough question to ask because a lot of it just comes down to that they built this roster around what they perceive to be Zach Wilson's strengths. So would those guys necessarily be as good with somebody like Jimmy Garoppolo or Ryan Tannehill or somebody along those lines? I really couldn't tell you. I think it's possible that the Jets would have a higher win total in 2022 with one of those types of guys than Zach Wilson if Zach Wilson doesn't progress. But if Zach Wilson progresses to a reasonable level... I think that it's probably going to be negligible in 2022 at worst. And then obviously the main goal is going into 2023 and beyond. So tough question to answer. I think it's possible the Jets would be marginally better. But unless Wilson is just really bad, I don't think it's going to be that noticeable. I'm sitting here. Maybe you could argue. All right. I'd be willing to listen to an argument that he's worked an extra win and win and a half. Maybe. Um. I, I just – I don't – I even you give the strongest pitch and case for him, and I'm still like, he's so limited. And he still makes so many mistakes too. That's the thing. Like, well, it, he doesn't make a, a lot of mistakes, but he makes the worst time mistakes in the world, man. Like, that's the thing. I 
he you see his numbers and you watch him most of the time he's he's doing everything pretty smooth he's not doing anything exceptional but he's keeping it go rolling but man every, it see it feels like anytime they need a play he's making a play for the other team um so i just i i even in the best strongest case scenario i just think he hurts you in other areas i but even if you extend it to like uh, you know Ryan Tannehill types, I I think you're right. I a win, win and a half, two wins extra at most, and I and that's uh, you know as a baseline with Zach, where you don't you're not even thinking of hoping that he just takes off because if he takes off like that, then I think he's they got a higher ceiling with him than they do with Jimmy or anybody else. Now I, I'm not saying he's gonna take off. I just I know that how I feel about all those guys right now. And they're not exciting me. Even with these weapons, they're not exciting me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I don't know that Zach Wilson will either. And Zach Wilson could could definitely be worse than them. But I'm going to roll the dice. I just want to point out there was a story that came out a couple of years ago that Bill Belichick supposedly wanted to move on from Tom Brady and roll with Jimmy Garoppolo And Robert Kraft put his foot down on that and stopped Belichick from doing it. If that report is true, there were a lot of people that were saying that Robert Kraft was a confused old man and he made the wrong call and he took a guy that could have helped the Patriots become a powerhouse for the next 10 to 15 years on top of what they'd already done to hang on to faded glory with Tom Brady. And I would just like to take this opportunity to say that at the time, and you can check my tweets, I said that the Patriots would be crazy to walk away from Tom Brady, who is still playing at an MVP level, even at the age he was at, to go with a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, who was solid but unremarkable. And guess what? That's more or less shown itself to be the truth because the Patriots went on to two more Super Bowls after that. They won one, lost one. And then the Buccaneers won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady. And Jimmy Garoppolo, yes, he went to Super Bowl with the 49ers. And he had some success with them last year. They went to the NFC Championship game. But really, the truth of the matter is, as Minna Kimes joked after last year, Jimmy Garoppolo was more along the lines of the kid who's in the group and other people in the group project do the bulk of the work. The group gets the A and the kid gets the A on his report card, even though his performance was nowhere near A level. That's more or less how I look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Like he's fine. He can be carried if you have other really good players around him. But the Patriots absolutely made the right call at the time. And that decision looks more and more vindicated by the day. The big mistake that they made, Chris, of course, is that they didn't have a succession plan in place sooner. We'll see what happens with Mac Jones. But they were 100% right to hold on to Brady at the time and trade Garoppolo instead. Yeah, that the thing that you're, they were definitely right to do that. I I definitely had the same a similar take because I thought the same thing, except I was less of a believer i thought brady would have fallen off uh, um but what i will say about them you know once they needed to they kind of did what like the steelers did where they just waited until it, it was too late to start the succession process you know uh he was just gone and then they had to go to the cam newton that that route before they got back to mac jones uh so they they messed that part up but you know obviously at the the way that they were going about it, they were leveraging everything they could out of that roster in those last couple of years for Brady. They knew that 
that last year that they that Brady threw that interception in the end zone of the playoffs. They leveraged everything out for that. And then Belichick knew he was going to take a, another season to, like, reset the roster after that. So, um, but, yeah, they, they, they could have tried to jumpstart it and get somebody in there ahead of time. But, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, I just haven't been a believer – I, I, anytime that you give me these, these, uh, you know, the, the guys that you're just the game managers, man, I just, I get them out of here, man. You can win some regular season games with that, but then you got a very low ceiling with those types of quarterbacks. That's going to wrap up part one of the mailbag. Visit playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel to check out everything we're doing over there. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great All-22 breakdowns of all the Jets' draft picks. Plus, he just did a review of Zach Wilson's improvement after he came back from injury last year. Watch all the videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there. tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. 
creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.